Devin, I hate to break it to you, but you are not a trickster. Ugh, you just wish you were a cowboy like me. Welcome to Tay 2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Cornelia Street from Lover. Oh, God. So So good. (laughs) So good. (laughs) And in our little poll that we did last week, we discovered that the majority of our Instagram followers prefer the acoustic live from Paris version to the studio album. Very interesting. Which, I mean, not gonna lie, pretty good. It's really good. (laughs) Super good. (laughs) But today... We are discussing the song Cowboy Like Me from Evermore. Our fourth Evermore song, which is fantastic timing for that release and where we were in the alphabet. So good. So many C's. Four. It's pretty pretty crazy. And they're all pretty good. Yeah. They're all pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Closure. (laughs) Cowboy Like Me is the 11th track on the album. Evermore was released on December 11th, 2020, and this track was co-written by Aaron Dessner. Now, Cowboy Like Me has yet to be performed live because it's brand new, of course, but it'll be pretty cool, I think, when they do perform it live, especially Mm -hmm. if she does another kind of vibe thing with Jack Antonoff and Aaron Dessner. The three of them, they're really fun to watch perform together. That'd be pretty cool. Marcus Mumford of Mumford and Sons sings backup vocals for Taylor on this track. So he's the male voice that you hear. That smooth voice. Yes. Oh, yes. so that's Marcus Mumford. Yeah, and it's just pretty cool that Taylor can just be like, hey, I <laughs> really like this band or I really like this person's voice. Let me call them up and see if they want to collaborate. Yeah. And hey. it, it feels like she really went for it on Folklore and Evermore. You yeah. know, when it came to people she was inspired by. Lots of fun collabs. Yeah. Really cool. So, Dev, what do you think about this song? So, Cowboy Like Me has really grown on me since first listen. It's really a cool song. I really like the vibe of it, and I love how she sounds on it. Mm -hmm. Her voice is just so sultry and smoky Mm -hmm. and totally fits the vibe of the song. And it really reminds me of Trisha Yearwood's voice. And some Trisha Yearwood songs, and that's like one of the highest compliments I can give because mm-hmm. I think that Trisha Yearwood is one of the best vocalists in all of country music. Wow. Especially on the, well, it could be love. Yeah. <laughs> Every time she kind of like dips into that, like really sultry, really, really, really cool. And that's actually one of my favorite parts in the song mm-hmm. is the, I don't really know if it's a chorus or a bridge because the song doesn't really have a very clear form. Mm-hmm. But when she sings, you're a cowboy like me, perched in the dark, telling all the rich folks mm-hmm. anything you want to hear. Like, like it, it could be love. love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> it. It's my favorite part of the whole song. Now, the name, Cowboy Like Me, mm-hmm. for people in the United States, we think of cowboys from like old Western movies mm-hmm. and like, pow, pow 
wow, we're going to shoot you with uh, in the saloon kind of deal. <laughs> mm. And apparently, so I looked this up, in England, cowboy is a term for a person who is careless or reckless, especially when driving an automobile. Mm. And it had synonyms of trickster, cheat, and swindler. And the song suddenly made all the more sense to mm-hmm. me. And I can only imagine that she's getting this British jargon from <laughs> Joe. Probably. That's, that's where I'm feeling she's getting it from. So Cowboy, they're two thieves or two con artists mm. who are kind of trying to like one-up each other on how they can sabotage their relationship and everything. But then they end up just literally like falling in love mm-hmm. and having it be like the greatest love of all time and she'll never love again. Mm-hmm. And and then, of course, we get to the line that the boots on, under my bed is the greatest con. That like we forever, got ha ha forever ha yeah. ha gotcha yeah you stuck with me that was my last trick up my sleeve yeah pretty cool so when when I when I read that I feel like that's a more appropriate definition for mm-hmm. what this song is mm-hmm. it really made a lot more sense like when I was I was thinking the whole time when I was first listening to it like a literal cowboy like coming into a saloon and yeah talking even, about things even American cowboys are kind of you know like wanderers mm-hmm. nomads isolated so it could be kind of like similar idea to the swindler trickster type thing mm-hmm. they're just like more like free spirits wandering kind yeah of. so okay so yeah i guess it can it can make sense in all of the definitions mm-hmm. of cowboy but i really i think that that's pretty cool that's super now that i cool. know yeah. about that i'm gonna call you a cowboy all the time a cowboy i'm not a cowboy trickster Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Definitely not. How about you? What do you think about the song? This song also has grown on me. I don't think I really got it when I first heard it, or it's just there was so much we were hearing the whole album at once. It didn't stick out to me at first in that yeah. way. But I find it really soothing and relaxing now. Mm-hmm. It's like a really great like chill out song. Like you just want to like kind of like lie down and listen to it. I agree. I love how her voice sounds on it. I find the lyrics very clever, very smooth. Mm-hmm. Like it just kind of rolls off her. Like it just yeah. like it all flows together in like this beautiful way. And I like that it, you know, it tells a different story from what Taylor's songs usually are about. Like mm-hmm. it's like a very cool like fictionalized story. And like, you know, I can't help but think about Catch Me If You Can when mm, I hear it because, you know, he's sure. a con artist and just like that idea not knowing where they stand. Is this love? Is it not? That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a very enjoyable song to listen to. Definitely. I do have a question though about, so when Taylor switches the lyrics from when like they're talking about the people they've swindled, uh-huh. it could be the way forward only if they pay for it to we could be the way forward and I know I'll pay for it. Mm. Does this, like, does that imply that she doesn't fully trust this love because of their swindler past? Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, oh, I'll pay for it. I'm falling for this cowboy, like, who's just like me, and I'm going to pay for it because if they're like me, like, they're we're going to trick each other. Or... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I yeah. thought that that was interesting because it seems like a love song, and I think it is a love song, but there's also this, like, hesitation in it almost. Yeah. I think that the hesitation is in there, and, and it's definitely um, a new frontier for her to be in this sort of love situation because in the first verse, she's talking about, like, oh, well, this is a dangerous game. Mm-hmm. Dancing with you is a dangerous game, and, and I'm used to guys like you. Yeah. But now I'm sitting by the phone waiting for you to call, mm-hmm. and here I am. And so I think that this might be a little bit of a toxic relationship for both sides. Mm. 
It's very interesting. And but the other side of that when she says that they'll pay for it when yeah. you can we can tell them about love and mm-hmm. and anything that they want to hear. That's because like they are coming to like see us and and we're kind of like on show and and we're the travelers and everything that tell people anything that they want to hear. Literally will pay for it. Mm-hmm. Like they will yeah. pay us yeah. to hear what we have to say. Yeah, or you know like with a con artist, you convince them to pay for things for you, business mm-hmm. ventures, things like that, and then you leave. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting the way she turns those lyrics on their head, like, I know I'll pay for it. Like, that's such a weird way of looking at falling in love. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pay for this. Because I do think the characters are falling in love and, like, learning to trust each other and love each other. But, like, still that hesitation or that fear of, like, I'm going to pay for, like, giving myself fully to this person. Yeah. It's it's interesting. It's very cynical, which I yeah. guess goes with the cowboy vibe. Yeah. And I think it goes with the Evermore vibe, too, of mm-hmm. that love has some dark sides to it. Yeah. And complications. complications, and that it's not necessarily easy to fall in love. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a really cool thing that she explores on this album. I agree. I would also like to say, because some people might think that, well, if you really like Taylor's voice on this, and it sounds very lilting and soothing and everything, Mm -hmm. why don't I like it on Coney Island? Mm. I think when you listen to them side by side, this mm-hmm. is a much more interesting vocal line Interesting than Coney Island is for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that she explores more of her register and her vocal range in this song than she does in Coney Island. Yeah, and I think that that plays into who the characters are in these yeah. different songs. Two very different characters at different points in a relationship. And I think that she plays them both incredibly well. Yeah. That is another really cool thing about this album is that every track, she changes the way she sounds to fit the story. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you relate to this song? Not like in a literal sense. Mm -hmm. No, I've never been in a situation where I'm a con artist or (laughs) where I'm trying to con somebody or anything. But I will say as a caterer Mm -hmm. in New York City, I relate to the line telling all the rich folks anything they want to hear. Mm. As a caterer or somebody who's in the profession of hospitality you know that you uh, yes like it's always yes Mm -hmm. it's never never no you always need to be able to tell them the thing that they want to hear in your power of course so usually i didn't get a crazy request from people sometimes i did Mm -hmm. sometimes i got things like like can you make it so that the air isn't running in the building anymore when it's like this giant space and like i have no control over the air conditioning <laughs> and i can they would literally be like i'll see what i can do yeah <laughs> and then i'll completely avoid that person for the rest of the night oh, no. and then they come and find me and they're like it's still freezing in here how come you haven't changed anything about the air conditioning i said i spoke to people <laughs> And uh, and I couldn't make it happen. Sorry. <laughs> and then they're like, wah. So yeah, trying to really be a people pleaser and, mm-hmm. and everything. I really relate to that aspect of probably what a con artist does. Mm. And charming mm-hmm. for their swindling act. Uh-oh. I think of the robber bridegroom. Yeah, totally. And everything, which is a really fun musical about a con artist. 
Yes, super fun. So fun. And just how like charming and charismatic they need to be mm-hmm. in order to put the other person at ease who they're conning. Yeah, totally. I can only imagine a very difficult skill to learn. Yeah, but you also have to pick your marks well. Ooh, you know marks. I would be the ultimate the lingo. mark for a con artist. You would. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> you, you would. You would be like, you'd be like, oh my goodness, yes, please I'm help me. Very gullible. Unfortunately. A little bit. (laughs) I always have been. Even with life experience, I still am gullible. (laughs) It's because I'm idealistic. Like, I believe the best in everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good quality. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, what about you? Do you relate at all? I relate to the line, dancing is a dangerous game. Oh. Um, Because I really believe that dancing with someone, uh, especially someone who's a good dancer, can form an attachment and feelings of love towards that person more quickly. Hmm. You know, one of my favorite things about you is that you are a dancer and Hmm. that I love dancing with you. You, like, can hold me in a certain way and, like, you know how to lead. Even though I'm always the one trying to lead, you know Mm. how to and Mm. you know how to dance. And I think that definitely played a role in me falling for you faster. It's a very attractive quality. So dancing is a dangerous game. can be dangerous. And then I also really, really love the line, forever is the sweetest con. Mm -hmm. I think it's super clever and, like, I always, like – in all my relationships, wanted to be the woman who made the man I was with want to settle down. Mm. You know, I wanted that forever. Like, that's like, and not like in a tricking way, but just in a like, yes, I did that kind Mm -hmm. of way. Even if the person was like, not someone I wanted to end up with. Just like that idea of like changing someone or something. So I guess (laughs) I like kind of relate to that. Not really. Because like, I would say I couldn't be farther away than a cowboy. (laughs) Like, I am the opposite of reckless. Yeah. (laughs) So I would say that like, I definitely don't relate in any of those ways. Um, I'm not a trickster at all. I don't know how to lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's very fair. <laughs> well, I feel like the song is very visual, like all the images in it. Like I could see this song easily being a movie or like a music video. A music mini video, movie. sure. Like so easy. It's like very visual, which I think is cool. Yeah, I agree. I like can like picture what like they're wearing and how they look, you know. It should be getaway car into cowboy like me. Oh my god, I wish we had that music video. Into August. It's a lot. And those don't really. We just connect. need. We just no, they don't. But we just need those three to be. Music I would just videos. love a music video of every Taylor song. Every Taylor Taylor, can you do that, please, for us? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, come on. Like, I understand that she's working on the re-records and everything right now, but there has to be a music video in the works for something, right? I don't know. I mean, we got Cardigan, we got Willow. We might not get another. Mm, We might not. We definitely aren't getting Getaway Card at this point. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, Uh, Or Cruel Summer. Oh, God. Skewer me with a spoon. That's not a saying. That's totally a saying. No. When you, ugh, I want cruel summer. I know. Now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Gossip. 
As we've mentioned earlier, the story in this song is pretty straightforward. Two swindlers or con artists who don't usually form attachments and usually use relationships to con people for their own benefit end up falling in love with each other. They recognize their own tricks and tactics in the other and then ultimately end up together with forever is the sweetest con. So it's pretty straightforward. It's just kind of like loops around of them kind of questioning, being together, maybe not. But it's like pretty clear story, I'd say. Yeah. Something that I thought was interesting to point out that people might not know is the lyric, you hang from my lips like the gardens of Babylon. Mm. So the hanging gardens of Babylon were one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. However, their existence has been disputed. Some people don't believe they actually existed, Mm. many historians. But the gardens were apparently... If they did exist, a feat of engineering, and they hung in different tiers. According to legend, King Nebuchadnezzar II, who ruled from 605 to 562 BC. Great years. Great years. Um, they <laughs> Ridiculous. He built them for his wife, Amethyst, because she missed the green hills of her homeland. So it was an act of love for his wife. Aww. So that kind of connects to the lyrics because Taylor is saying that like her cowboy partner here is as enamored with her as she is with him. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's how it connects. It also could be because the, the existence of the gardens is questioned. It also mm. could be like, is this love for real? Mm. But I kind of feel like more it's just like she wanted something like you hang from my lips and she wanted something to compare that to. I wonder how long ago she decided that she wanted to have the lyric Gardens of Babylon in her songs. I know. I know. Because like, she has that book that she writes like, down where she all keeps her like lyrics phrases in. and yeah. like words in. I, I don't how, know. I wonder when she came up with that. I can just like, picture Taylor just like loving that image of the yeah. Gardens of Babylon. Yeah, it's a really cool image. Yeah. I didn't realize that he had built it for love. Yeah. It's cool because just like this idea, like she's homesick. And I'm sure at that time when like people, kings married people, like they took them from their home, you know? Yeah. They took them from their home. No, like, like, you know, it was like, like, yeah, it was probably a small some, village and yeah. then they moved to the palace and it was in a different city or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. I always wanted to believe that Gardens of Babylon were real. Like it just sounds so fantastic in my head. I believe you know? it. I believe that something like that probably. I love the world wonders. I find them so cool. I mean, it may have just been like a greenhouse that he built for her. Or like a rooftop garden, yeah. you know? That yeah, like just no like a one couple had seen sunflowers. that before. I don't think sunflowers grow in that part of the world. Iris. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it could just have been a couple of potted plants and he was like, this will forever be known as the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Like, maybe, but I doubt and, that. And it was just written as that. <laughs> I think it's cool, though, that Taylor included it. In this song. Yeah. In that way. It's just so funny. It's just like so Taylor. Like, you hang from my lips like the gardens of Babylon. Like, who uses that as a simile, you know? <laughs> Taylor. Taylor does. And then a lyric parallel that I like in this song I wanted to point out is the line, eyes full of stars is like starry eyes sparking up my darkest night from Call It What You Want. Mm. Just that idea of having stars in your eyes and what does that mean? And we'll see that on another song on Evermore as well. Dorothy. Yeah. 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 For me, it always seems like having like dreams, an adventurous spirit, a wandering spirit, love, like things like of that nature is kind of starry eyes. Yeah. So Devin, what's your favorite line in Cowboy Like Me? Well, we've already said it like 50 times yep. in the episode. <laughs> but the full line, your boots beneath my bed... Forever is the sweetest con. Love it. I like that for a couple of reasons. One, it reminds me of Shania's, Shania Twain's song, Whose Bed Have Your Boots Been Under? I knew you were going to say that. 
which great classic, song. Great song. classic country song. So great. If y'all have, haven't listened to it, y'all need to go listen to it. <laughs> and I did just say y'all for effect. Mm-hmm. When you think it, that image, just the image and you, you, you have the bed and the boots and you know, like, oh, someone, someone had to take those boots off. And could possibly be sleeping in that bed. Mm-hmm. You have to take the boots off to get into bed. Now, I don't know many people who sleep with boots on. No, and I definitely don't. Maybe socks, but not, not, not boots. boots. So the boots have to come off to get into bed. And they sleep next to each other every night. Under the stars. Yes. Forever is the sweetest come. Mm-hmm. How about you? What's your favorite line? So you already said it, too, earlier. My favorite part, which you know, because I told you, <laughs> is the part where she goes, like it could be love. I love, I love how she goes down on it. Love. Love. I think it's so good. It's so catchy. Yeah. I always sing it. It's so unexpected that she sings it in that way. Yeah. And I just love it. I think it's great. Yeah. I want to know, Taylor, if you could ever let us know if this song was inspired by Trisha Earwood. Hmm. Just just throwing it out there. I'm sure she's like one of her country influences because sure. of the time she came from, you know? Yeah. So just if you could let us know, Taylor, thank you. So Devin, from one to ten tricks up my sleeve, Ooh. what would you give Cowboy Like Me? That's a good rating. Yeah, it is. Was that you? Did you come up with that? No, I think you did. So you can pat yourself on the back. <laughs> I honestly thought that you did. Um, I'm going to give this seven tricks up my sleeve. Okay. I really like it a lot. It's really grown on me. It sounds great. She sounds great. I love Marcus Mumford on it too. He Mm -hmm. sounds great. I love the story of it. I love the build of it and and how everything comes about in it. And um, it's just a really solid, solid song on this album, Mm -hmm. I think. What about you? How many tricks up your sleeve would you give this song? I would give this song six tricks up my sleeve. Okay. I agree. I really like this song. I love how the harmonies sound together. I love her voice on it. It just, the song doesn't pop to me the same Mm -hmm. way others do. And I don't connect to it the same way, even though like I really like the story of it. Yeah. And I'm worried to share this rating because I feel like I'm going to like offend people who really love this song. But I think it's like a it's a really good song. It's just not one of my favorites. Sure. And that's totally fair. Yeah. That's totally fair. I mean, look at my rating for Coney Island. Yeah, rough. <laughs> that annoyed a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> I think that we got our first negative review because of that. I think so. Uh, oops. That's okay. That means we're legit. We're legit now, guys. We got our first negative review. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger. Thank you, Kelly. Kelly Clarkson. Hashtag Kelly Clarkson. Keep listening along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tay to Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. What do you think about this song? Mm. Did you know that what a cowboy was in the UK versus the US? Probably all of our UK listeners do. Probably. Are you a cowboy? Ooh. Like me. No, I'm not. But yeah. are you a cowboy? Let us know. We <laughs> want to hear all your thoughts. Also, if you have a moment, it would help us so, so much if you could write us a positive five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find us and um, trend upwards on that app. Yeah, or four stars if you don't think we're perfect. It's okay. But like, five if you're going to go out of your way, give us a five-star yeah, yeah, review. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, <laughs> you please follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, please. Next episode, we'll be covering... Crazier! 
from yes. the Hannah Montana movie. Oh my god, finally. Finally, we're Come here. hang with us. <laughs> I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tana Z. Thank you for listening. See you next time.